0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Roderick Liptrot. Thank you for joining us once again as we delve into our favorite thing in the world, which is movies. And joining me, as always, is my great friend, awesome co-host, Mr. Benjamin Saunders. Ben, it's good good to see you, man. What's going on?
1: Going good, and live from Roderick's Closet, it's the Infinity Film Podcast. (laughs) Woo!
0: All right, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we do have two guests with us, Benjamin. Yes, we do. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce one, and I'll introduce the other.
1: One returning guest for, I've lost count now how many times, but it's straight out of Canada, Mark. Mark. Hello, Mark.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back here again. I can't wait to discuss the topic that we're going to be talking about in this podcast. So thank you for having me. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. As always.
0: Yes, sir. Well, uh, welcome back, Mark. All the way from Florida, which is not too far from me, Mr. <laughs> Kenneth Garcia. Welcome back. Hey,
3: uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, again, you know, very excited to be here. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, uh, you know, to this new topic that we're
0: about to discuss. Absolutely. And we'll make sure to do whatever it takes that all our audiences, that's right, is, is satisfied with, uh, with, with our topic today. And our topic today, uh, you know, talk about one of the great actresses in the world right now. Uh, no, not Dakota Johnson, even though she all is. Right. But today we're going to talk about another great actress. And that and that and that actress's name is Miss Scarlett Johansson. Yay! Truly, yay. truly one of the more special, talented actresses working today. And you know, I, I, we had to have Kenneth on because Kenneth might be the biggest Scarlett Johansson fan that I know.
4: Hmm. Uh,
0: I know Ben's a big fan as well, <laughs> but Ben, he you're not as you're big of a ben. fan as Kenneth is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can have uh, a debate about that another day if you want to, <laughs> but I think I'm I want Team Kenneth on this one. <laughs> Oh. Yeah,
3: um, that's pretty much what everybody on Instagram kind of like associates me at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of everybody kind of just tends to know me as like the Scarlett Johansson slash Black Widow fanboy. That's pretty much what everyone like knows me by, and I wear that title proudly, as you should. As yeah,
0: I, dang it, then you took my, you took my word. <laughs> as you should, Kenneth. As you should. Now, Mark, you know. We, we, we I haven't asked you, you know, your favorite actress before. So we're not going to go into depth about our favorite actress, But how do you feel, Mark, about Scarlett Johansson?
2: In my opinion, I think she's one of the, you know, good actresses out there right now. I know you guys are raving about her. Like, I do have different, like, I do like other actresses who are, who acts better than her. But like, now, don't get me wrong. She's a qualified action star and she can do drama roles really well. So like she can s- interchange roles, like she can be action, she can do drama, she can do, I think she can do comedy as well. So she can, uh, she got a good range of
1: skill. Indeed.
0: I agree. Great. Well, kind of being the resident uh, Scarlett Johansson fan that you are, why don't you go ahead and kick this conversation off and why don't you kind of let us know really you know why you've become so so in love with with, with scarlet
3: basically i mean you know i've i mean i've pretty much known scarlet you know since i was a kid i mean i've you know i've seen like the um um like the spongebob movie and everything you know where she kind of like voiced i forgot the character's name but she voiced that character and of Mindy. course yeah and then of course back in 2012 with avengers the, the first avengers uh which was the film that really got me to like, uh, you know, Black Widow and, uh, you know, like Hawkeye. I've, you know, I've said this plenty of times. Uh, they became like my, um, you know, like, like my favorite characters. But it wasn't until, I think it was around late 2016 that I saw, and I know you guys aren't fans of this movie, I know, that I saw um, you know, um, Under the Skin that I really began uh, to appreciate her. Um, you know, like as an actress, I, I really was, uh, liking her very subtle and nuanced, uh, style of acting. I think that she's one of the better actresses or, you know, you know, basically like actors in general who's able to convey so much emotion mm-hmm. and, and just so much feeling with just, a, you know, with just like a stare. Um, I don't know. There's something about her eyes or something that she just like, you know, you, you like, you know, she's able to say like a million words with just, with just like her eyes. Um, you know, like uh, alone. And she does that spectacularly. Also, of course, you know, uh, I also forgot to mention, you know, like her, which I saw back in around uh, 2014. Uh, and I kind of started, you know, me being the big sci-fi geek that I was, you know, I really started to think this Scarlett, she's, she's becoming like, like a really good, like sci-fi, uh, you know, like actress, you know, like her filmography, you know, with like her and uh, you know, and with, and with the Under the Skin, which I think most of you guys know, is like my favorite movie of all time, you know, or like at least tied with Blade Runner uh, 2049. But Under the Skin is definitely my favorite film of, uh, of all time. And I really started to appreciate, you know, like her filmography in, in terms of like science fiction, even with like Lucy, you know, she she she, she just kind of has like this track record. And for some reason, and I know this is, Not a very, uh, popular film to mention it because of all the controversy, you know, it had around it. But for some reason, out of all the films, it was Ghost in the Shell that really got me to obsess with her. (laughs) That film, I really, really began to appreciate her, uh, you know, as an actress and as a celebrity crush. And yeah, I mean, something about her in that movie, she just did such a great job um you know like as major that film is one of those films that I always like defend and uh, yeah it was it was that film that really got me to like appreciate her so much more next thing you know I was I was totally hooked and then and then uh Endgame came up which made me love her even more and uh yeah now it's like yeah now it's like set in stone I'm complete Scarlett Johansson fanboy and uh yeah that's pretty much like my story you know of how I came to
0: you know i guess like obsess over her awesome awesome so uh yeah you you brought, you bring up some great points, and you know i it's funny because you were the person to tell me that to go watch ghost in the show. I don't know if you remember the conversation we had yeah. a few months ago mm-hmm. uh, and I finally watched it and i yeah was blown away by it
3: it's so like like you know like underrated very. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, aesthetically speaking, aside from Blade Runner 2049, that's, like, my favorite-looking movie of, like, the whole year of, like, 2017. It's so beautiful. Like, it's such a beautiful, like, look, um, you know, like, looking movie. I love, like, the moody, dreamlike style, like, of the film. And Scarlett just does a fantastic job. I love how she starts completely stoic and emotionless, and then as the film progresses, she starts to gain... More in you know in uh, in emotion, similar to her performance, uh, like in Under the Skin. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll always defend that movie. You know,
0: I it's, it's I was completely blown away by the visuals. I think it's definitely in my top ten of most jaw dropping, visually stunning, beautifully looking films of all time. Um, I think I used enough adjectives there. Uh, you know, um, I, I still think Blade Runner Blade and four nine is a little bit better in terms of visual quality. But I mean, I think that, op- that first shot of the daylight and you get to see the, the city and what it looks like. It might've been night. It might've been nighttime actually. Nighttime. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was not, it was nighttime. I was, I was just like, wow. Yeah. I know. Crap. So I, so, wish I was in they, the theater. <laughs> yeah. Like
3: I, I actually saw um, like, uh, I think it was twice at the movies and I haven't forgotten about it. Like it's, uh, it was such a amazing movie to watch, you know, like on the big
0: screen.
4: Mm-hmm. I agree. With
0: Absolutely. You. Uh, you know, so I, I want to go to Mark next. Mm. Mark, what, what, how, what, what kind of, uh, let's give us your little background to your introduction to Scarlett Johansson. Or...
2: Okay. um, So my f- very first exposure to Scarlett Johansson was, I think uh, when she was like beginning to become more of a, a big star, it was back in 2007 when she made that movie with Chris Evans called The Nanny Diaries. So that was my first exposure to Scarlett Johansson. And I was like, okay, oh, all right. That, uh, that was like me in high school. I was like, okay. Uh, so this is where, um, I, like I said, uh, back in high school. So this is where she uh, starting to get known into the, uh, bigger stardom and then I saw her in Iron Man 2. Uh that's my very first exposure to her first real like bigger movie uh in my opinion and then saw her in Avengers and then Winter Soldier came and I thought uh, she did a good job with being a Black Widow showing her character being more fleshed out and bigger role than before. I also like that ending of her in the Winter Soldier. Um <clears throat> The other three movies that I've seen of her is Jojo Rabbit. I didn't expect that she could uh, do a uh, drama. So I was like blown away by her performance and so sad at that scene, you know, that Jojo Rabbit. Uh, her, one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely my favorite of all time. She did a fantastic uh, job voice acting. Uh, she has that charm that she brings in to her character, Samantha. And like, I just, I can feel the relationship between Theodore and Sam, uh, you know? So uh, she did a brilliant job there. And then um, I know with the MCU movies, I know she can do action movies and Lucy and Goes in the Shell showcase that, yes, she can do action movies uh, on her own, like being a star of her own action movies. And I feel like she can be the, you know Sigourney Weaver or Linda Hamilton of this generation I'm just waiting for a proper action movie that to bring that to becoming her to more of a bona fide action star like uh, Sigourney and Linda and uh, I love Ghost in the Shell Uh, like Kenneth said like she did a good job there so uh, yeah, yeah that's my thoughts on Scarlett Johansson
0: those are some big shoes to fill in terms of, you know, because Sigourney Weaver and, and Linda Hamilton. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think of those two, those are the, the pinnacle of female action stars right there. Mm-hmm. And I think also, what you gotta, I think we also got to put up there too is Charlize Theron.
4: Mm-hmm. And in
0: terms of great action stars, I think she's, she's worked her way up there too. Another mm-hmm. underrated actress. I will go to Ben now. Ben, why don't you go ahead and give us your background, Mr. Lawson Translation.
1: Sweet. So as you mentioned, Lost in Translation, my favorite movie of all time, which stars my favorite actress of all time, the star of the show today, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, She was just 17 at the time, and she's playing a character who's actually older than she was. And, you know, usually it's the the other way around, especially when we do these high school movies. But, you know, she delivers a star-making performance, uh, alongside Bill Murray, uh, you know, I, I, I could go on a long time talking about it. But she, she just perfectly um, portrays the uh, innocent, you know, person in a, in a relationship that she's not sure about. And uh, her performance really fits that melancholic mood. And you see her, you know, learning more about the Japanese culture, and makes me really want to visit. Uh, hopefully, I can soon. My first experience was probably Spongebob Squarepants movie, <laughs> uh, along with, with Kenneth. Of course, back then, I didn't, I didn't even care who was voicing the characters, really. I just thought it was a pretty good movie. And then Home Alone 3, she's the the sister of the main kid, who is not Macaulay Culkin, uh, which is when they should have stopped after 2. But anyway, but I, I've seen a bunch of other movies um, from her. And I, I guess... Really, the the MCU was what made her name start jumping out at me, especially with Iron Man 2. You know, she's that that secret spy, and uh, she's kind of there, you know, for for looks at first and and show, and then she kicks ass at the end in that in that hallway scene or near the end at least. And you know, Happy gets one punch in, and he's proud, but she's taken down like ten guys. Yeah, it was just awesome. And subsequent movies, I've loved her in, uh, especially Winter Soldier. Love that performance. Uh, she's just so confident in the role. And then, of course, you get the the most dramatic in, in game from her, and that that death scene, you know, made me made me tear up. Um, yeah, and we we'll, I guess we're we're getting into uh, some other films, jumping around. Um, I will say, go ahead and say Ghost in the Shell. I have her version and the original anime sitting on my shelf right now. And I'm really hoping to, to get to that soon. And I will, I'll let you know my thoughts on that, but from the, from the sounds of it, it looks like I'll enjoy it a lot. So looking forward to that.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So it's my turn now. I, there are only two other actresses I believe are, in my opinion, better that are currently working right now. that are better than Scarlett Johansson and Kenneth, Ben knows this. Mark, you probably don't know this. I, I'm not one of those people to really, I, I know how great Meryl Streep is, but I'm not gonna going to be going over here and saying how wonderful and fantastic, you know, she, you because know, Meryl Streep, we get it. She's fantastic. The only two actresses I see better than Scarlett Johansson are Amy, Amy Adams and Viola Davis. Uh, truly, truly remarkable woman. And, and, and I think this having Scarlett even being in that conversation just shows how great she is, in my opinion. You know, my first exposure to her was Home Alone 3, Ben. (laughs) Uh, And then it was a SpongeBob movie.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. But I remember watching the Home Alone 3, I think. I was even, I think I might even been in a cousin's house watching. I think it had it on. I think maybe it was probably even a VHS. And uh, I remember watching it. I was like, oh, okay, she's cute. But, you know, at the time I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't really know her that, you know. I was like, "Who's, who's that? Yeah. And then you know, SpongeBob. I didn't know at the time either. I wasn't really focused on the voices. Like, okay, yeah, that's Scarlett Johansson. She's fantastic. Yeah, at the time, I was just focused on SpongeBob and Patrick and them acting like idiots for ninety minutes. You know, but that was my. Those two movies were my first real exposure. And like you guys, the you know when she started becoming well known in the MCU with Iron Man two and the Avengers, and you know her subsequent role, you know subsequent performances, and the rest of the MCU. That's what really got me exposed to her, and uh, but you know even before the MCU she was in Nolan's uh, The Prestige. Uh, really, really great. And that know, kind of shaking your head right now. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't The Prestige. You're forgetting she was in that movie. Yeah, I, it's, it, I mean when you think about The Prestige, you don't think about Scarlett Johansson though. Or, you know, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. You don't think about Scarlett. But yeah, she is, and she is in it. And she's in this movie with Michael Bay called The Island, which is. Really, really bad. Mm. But oh, you like the island? I yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the score. <laughs> the score's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, not, not the biggest fan of the movie. But uh, she was also in this movie. Now I watched this after Iron Man Two came out. The other Bowling girl, really, really good movie as well. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to pull it up here right now. See, else was in the movie? Yeah, her and Natalie Portman and Eric Bana. And Mark Rylance, and she does a good, she does a pretty good job holding, her, especially against Natalie Portman. You know, say which one about Natalie Portman, but when she decides to be in these little indie films, she's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, she does a good job of holding her own against one of the greats when it comes to you know smaller films. And Eric Bana is a great actor. Uh, but really, you know, when I think of Scarlett, I'm always going to remember her for her 2019. Uh, it's like we said off screen, guys. She had a rough 2019 character-wise. But acting-wise, I think it was definitely her best year. Oh, yeah. Between Endgame, between and Marriage Story, and, of course, uh, Jojo Rabbit. I don't, you know, I have my preference on what my favorite is, but I think her best performance came from Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. You know, just I mean, we all talk about the fight scene alone, but I, I think about that scene she has with Laura Dern when they, first, when they first have their meeting together. Yeah. Really, really powerful, great scene. Long take. And, you know, we talk, we talk about another, holding her on against other great, great actors. I mean, I already said, you know, Laura Dern and then Adam Driver, who's already now becoming a household name. And um, who's the other guy? Guys, uh, is, it, is it Ray Liotta? Yeah. Yeah, Ray Liotta plays uh, Adam Driver as a lawyer. Right. Now, they don't have necessarily any scenes together, except for the courtroom scenes, I believe. But still, when, when you have a cast like that, she holds her own pretty well. But, you know, we're going to get into our favorite performances here in a minute. But I think, Mark, when you mentioned Linda Hamilton and um, uh, 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 Signora, Signora, Signora Weaver uh, in terms of action stars, I feel like, to me, Mark, Scarlett has already surpassed that in terms of action for me between what she's done in the MCU and then what she did in Ghost in the Shell, which I just saw this year. I feel like that that kind of solidified her for me that she's great. Now, maybe Ghost in the Shell is not as good as, say, a T2 or an Alien or an Aliens, but I think her performance out, outweighs the performances that Weaver and Hamilton give. Because uh, I think she handles the dramatic scenes better than Weaver and Hamilton. And, her, and their defense is those movies don't really require them to really give hefty, dramatic uh, performances. So say what you want about the, say what you want about that. But I feel like Scarlett's kind of already hit the crescendo for me in terms of favorite female action stars. And really, I don't even think you can really call her an action star now. I think she's just a great actress. Mm -hmm. I mean, she got nominated. I mean, she was nominated for what she was nominated supporting, right. For, for Jojo and for best leading actress. So, I don't. I want to get your thoughts on this, guys. That I Renee Zellweger won last year for for Judy, and I saw Judy. Great performance. Nowhere near what she what Scarlett did in Marriage Story, in my opinion. Uh, so if you guys want to talk about that for a second? We can.
1: Well, honestly, I have not seen Judy. Uh, but oh, okay, it's, it's not really one that grabbed my attention from the trailers and stuff, um, but. I mean, That's something you'd
0: rush out to go see.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, marriage story made me cry, so, <laughs> um, and yeah, that was just a, an incredible story and and very well laid out um, and powerhouse performances from from both Johansson and Driver. So yeah, she had, she had my vote. Yep.
3: Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I saw Judy. I I mean, I can understand why Renee would win. I can understand why she won. Um, She was pretty good, but I I think Scarlett has the overall better, uh, uh, you know, like um, I think that she was, uh, she gave the overall better performance and was more uh, uh, deserving to win uh, than uh, Renee, uh, I think her name is. was. But uh yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, I think Scarlet should have won. Mark?
2: You guys are gonna probably hate me. I haven't seen Marriage Story yet. Oh,
0: oh do wait, you have do you have Netflix Mark? Yeah, I do. But oh, cool, I you have no excuses. You need to watch Marriage Story. Yeah, <laughs> <do laughs> <do. gotta> it. <laughs> I just
2: have to <laughs> like like those kind of movies, like the Oscar nominated movies, honestly, I have to like get into the mood in it. Like, you know, I like, get that. I really mm-hmm. want to if I really want to uh watch it okay. Like you know, with her, I was like, mm. uh, like I was just like, there's nothing to watch. I'm just in the mood for a movie, so I just started her, and then I loved her. Mm. Uh, Marriage Story. I don't know. It's, it, it still hasn't come yet to like, you know, try to get into the mood of watching it. You know, like that's how I. Watch it.
0: It's not one you really like. It's. A, I think you should watch. it. It's a great movie, but if you're in a good mood. You, yeah, I, I, I get it. You don't really want to watch that when you're in a good mood because they'll bring you down. For yeah, sure. cause like I yeah uh, I agree. Just for
2: <laughs> um, just for me like, uh, like out of the actresses like who got nominated in twenty nineteen, it's kind of interesting choices too as well. And oh wait, no, my bad, twenty twenty. Hold on, <laughs> I was just looking at the wrong. Yeah,
0: the ninety uh, second Academy Awards.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, alright, the Bernadette Weger. Yeah. Um, Like, I, I can tell from you guys, I think, you know, Scarlett Johansson probably out of all, like, is the eye-popper that should win. Because, like, they're all good nominations, but I think Scarlett Johansson, you know, from your guys' point of view, uh, should have won. So, yeah, that's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, I think the one that comes closest, and, you know, Ben and, and, and Kenneth, if you guys want to chime in, and you too, Mark. If there was anyone who wasn't going to win it, other than Scarlet, I think Charlie's for Bombshell probably was the next close was probably my next pick, just I seen so, Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it, it's another one of those movies where it, I don't know if you have to be in the because well, Ben, you've seen it, so I don't know if you have to be in the mood to watch it. But it's not one like you need to rush out to go see either. It's yeah. It it's it's kind of like. I don't want to say it's like the Wolf of Wall Street, but if it's like—have you seen The Big Short? <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. I'm, I say that in terms of kind of the the way it's presented, because mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's a very serious subject matter, but it's presented in almost this kind of fun, entertaining way. I mean, Ben, do you think I'm wrong there, or
1: no? That's a good comparison. Yeah. Kind of poppy. Uh,
0: yeah, kind of high pop- I mean, and, and but I think what Charlie's did. I mean, she really became Megyn Kelly, especially if you know who Megyn Kelly is. She really became Megyn Kelly. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the closest, but I mean, out of all the actors, like you said, Mark, Scarlett des- Scarlet deserved it that year. It, it really yeah, surprised really me did. that Renee won. I mean, but I mean, I you know, sometimes these Oscars get a little too political and, you know, you have their favorites. You know, Renee's kind of the dar- a darling of the Academy, you know, so I I, I understood why she won, and then yeah, you know yeah,
3: the whole. Yeah. I mean, like I, I don't want to bring down Renee's performance. I thought she did a good job. I mean, no, no, you know, she was great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought she was great. You know, and I, and I can see why she won, but you know, I, I, I think that Scarlett gave the more demanding and the more emotionally, you know, I guess the more emotionally demanding performance. Absolutely, um, and I think that she did a. A fantastic job you know so yeah that's I, I you know I think we can all agree that yeah Scarlett should
0: have won right and so my last thing here too is for, for in regards to this Oscars I want to get some other Oscars so I want to get you guys thoughts about something else best supporting actress we had Laura Dern Kathy Bates which was surprising uh, Scarlett for Jojo Florence B for Little Woman and Marco Riley for Bombshell all great performances hmm again I understand why Laura Dern won, but he, she wasn't as good as Scarlet and Jojo Rabbit either. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so, I, yeah, you know, uh, I think even if Scarlet wasn't going to win, I would even give it to Florence Pugh and Little Woman. I didn't even like Little Woman all that much. I thought it was a solid movie. It wasn't as great as I was hoping it was going to be, but I thought Florence Pugh was really good in Little Woman as well. But look, I, like, I get it. Laura Dern was great. <laughs> and the scene she was in. I just thought Scarlett gave the more emotional performance mm-hmm. in yeah. as well. Yeah, she was just so. really um,
3: adorable in that film. She was. I mean, you know, that, that's really all I have to say. Like she's just, just like the sweetest mom that I've ever seen uh, in, in a movie so far. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen Little Women. I haven't seen Bombshell. Uh, you know, there's still a couple films there that, that I got to watch. But if I had to pick between Laura or Scarlett, yeah, I think Scarlett was better. Yeah. I I, I think that Laura was a little bit too, like, overhyped, uh, you know, uh, in Marriage Story. Like, of the three uh, actors in Marriage Story, she was probably, like, the weakest.
0: And you know, uh, part of that too was because she was just in that HBO show, Big Little Lies, and I feel like mm-hmm. the momentum from that was kind of carrying over into, into uh, Marriage Story. That's kind of how I see it. Could be wrong. I'm, I probably am wrong, but that's kind of how I saw it. Uh, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because Mark mentioned her. Yes. And I, for the life of me, don't understand how Scarlett didn't get nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered who got nominated for Best Supporting Actress that year, and there was no way Scarlett was going to beat Lapita Nyong'o for Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I'm, I'm looking at it now But like You know I'm I looking at the rest of the nominees Okay Sally Hawkins And Blue Jasmine Okay Maybe Scarlett Could have took her place Jennifer Lawrence In American Hustle I'll keep her I'll keep that performance In there mm-hmm. Julia Roberts In August Osage County Haven't seen it But I Have heard good things And it's Julia Roberts So of course She's probably Going to get nominated And then uh, June Squibb For Nebraska have you guys seen Nebraska? Because
3: I, I haven't seen it yet. I have. Is it good? Uh, I saw it back in 2013. It was it's pretty good. You know, I, I, I don't think it's a fantastic film or anything. Again, I only saw it once back in 2013. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a pretty good movie. You know, very depressing in a way. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, don't watch it if you're in a happy mood. Um, you know, because it might lower, you know, like the mood. But I
1: mean, I mean, yeah, you know, like, it's a pretty solid movie. And that has... Yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, funny, that has, uh, it stars Bruce Dern, who is Laura Dern's father.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I look at this list, I'm like, you know, Mark, your love for her. And I was, you know, I was just thinking, how, how does she not get nominated? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. it was a good thing she didn't get nominated because Lupita won, and Lupita deserved yeah. to win that year. I think we well, all agree Lupita that Lupita probably deserved it. Yeah, uh,
2: outstanding in twelve years. So. Next level.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's kind of that's you now Ben. I don't remind remind me, Ben. I don't think she was nominated for best actress for Lost in Translation, was she?
1: I don't believe so. No, I'll fact no, check. I think so.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to do a fact check myself, but. I want to switch the conversation before we get into our debate while we do a little fact check here. I think when it's all said and done, you know, we talk about, you know, and you guys chime in too. When, when you think about great actresses of all time, who do you, who do you go to? Scott. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you think about <laughs> Meryl Streep, right? You know, uh... the, the usuals, you know, I'm just talking overall. I'm not talking about your personal opinion. Indy no I gentleman. know oh okay you for know me. Amy Adams who I think is awesome but yeah. Uh, yeah, my mean. favorite actress uh, Natalie Portman I really like Natalie her. Portman, Natalie See, Portman. I, have, I have a problem with Natalie Portman because when like I said earlier when she does these indie films she is fantastic when she does these big budget movies I feel like she doesn't even want to be there and she's just oh. there for the paycheck I get it that's four. yeah four one and two yeah but you know the fourth, she showed up the in Endgame for five seconds and that was nice I wasn't her
2: actually. It was just a double.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you for saying that. I think when it's all said and done, whenever Scar decides to hang it up, if she continues to be on the path that she's on, I think. Well, I think everyone, not just us four here, talking on Zoom at eleven nineteen in the in the evening, I think everyone will come to the consensus that we feel that. Yeah, she belongs in that greatest actresses of all time category. Because we are all, the four of us agree that we, well, maybe three. She I don't know. I, yeah, she already is. But um, you know, some people still feel like she has much more to prove. And you know, now we get to see her outside the MCU after her after Black Widow. Let's see what she does next. You know, and I'm excited for what's next for Scarlet. 2000,
1: 2004 Oscars. Um, Actress in a leading role. We talked about her earlier. Charlize Theron for Monster.
0: Oh, okay. Well, so she wasn't gonna win then.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, yeah. And then, funny enough, actress in supporting role from Cold Mountain, Renee Zellweger. Oh wow, wow.
0: That's, that's that's pretty easy. funny. But yeah. Well, when you said Charlize Theron for Monster, that's kind of that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Lost in Translation is more of a personal favorite, but yeah, Charlize was. She dove into that role, and she's like unrecognizable even um, as, as Eileen Wernos. I did want to hit a few films before we get to the debate. Right, go ahead then. Throw out some there. Uh, we'll start with her voice performances. Oh, well, first of all, you want to talk about her some more?
0: Let's do it. Masterpiece.
1: Um, yes. Great.
0: Yeah. yeah, next. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. next. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, it's <laughs> uh, nah, we'll spend a little time. Yeah, just her voice alone—that uh, just still amazes me. That mm-hmm. how how well um, she did, and I think they even they had a different actress at first yep. reading most yep. of the lines, and then they got uh, Scarlett to sign on and and do it. And I mean, she she seems like a real person too. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, and you you really feel that connection between her and Joaquin Phoenix's character. Mark, so, ben, wanna, while, yeah. while we're on
0: the subject of her, I want because I I had I remember having this conversation with a buddy of mine a long time ago, and this was back almost maybe like a couple of months after the movie had come out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We talked about how he he felt that sort of like Joy and Blade Runner that she was just kind of programmed to love him and she didn't actually love him. Now, I thought he was crazy because I thought this movie clearly, clearly <laughs> shows that she did actually love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of want to see, I, I want to get your thoughts and maybe if my, my, you know, my buddy has any validation to that argument or do you guys feel like, yeah, no, she... She clearly loved him because I'm on that train. That, yeah, she obviously it was it's pretty clear. Hell no, she loved him. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Next, <laughs> I, I, felt,
2: I felt like that she really loved him, you know, like and you know, I cheered up when she had to go, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, oh, no, that just ruins the entire story of her. That's exactly. terrible. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> yeah, all right, ben. go.
1: <laughs> same same, same sentiment uh yeah of course the i mean i guess the you get into the ai artificial intelligence part of it that of course he's programmed to be you know nice to people and you know i guess it's it's not like someone's conscience loaded up it's it's a uh a robot pretty much but yeah, no, I, I totally bought into the relationship that that she loved him, and that, like you said, that's kind of most of the movie is <laughs> the is that point. Right. That's what sells it. Um, so I have a
0: funny story in regards to her because I remember seeing this. I, I saw this is one of the movies I saw by myself in theaters because I just didn't want to go with anybody else. I kind of just wanted to experience this one for my own. Mm-hmm. So I went like the middle of the day to my local AMC around the corner, and so it was it was a it wasn't half full, but I mean, it was it – was, there were people there, a couple couples and a couple other single people. And I swear to God, when that love scene happened, it was the most awkward because everyone was just kind of looking around like, hey. I'm like, don't be looking at me, man. This guy literally dead stared at me for like five seconds. I was like, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> so Look somewhere else. Um, it's, not, it's not my most awkward theater experience, but it's definitely one of the more awkward theater experiences I've had, especially since I was by myself. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I mean, I didn't see it at the theaters, but even
3: like when I when I watched it I was like at home, I watched it by myself and I I do not want to watch that movie with anyone just because of that one scene. <laughs> like I watched it with my brother uh like, oh. like I watched it with my brother like the second time and it was it was so painfully awkward. So I can't imagine how painful that must have been. Like in a like like in a fucking theater.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it didn't start out that way because everyone's like, "What's going? On? Oh, 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 okay, that's yeah. the, okay, that okay, that here we go. Yeah. All right, that's what's going on. That's what's happening." So yeah, it's 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 not like I said, it's not my most awkward theater experience, but I, and I can't imagine watching that because I have a sister, so I have never watched that movie with my sister. <laughs> so I, I, no. Um, <laughs> <online>. <laughs> uh,
2: so like when that scene came out, oh, I just like looked away <laughs> <laughs> the scene play and then when it's done i'm like okay back to normal.
0: <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's not quick i mean it goes off like yeah. a good like minute or two mm-hmm. and i'm like oh shit never really all right spike all right spike jones you you can you can go you can stop now <laughs> but i get it I, I get what he was trying to, to do there but um he could he could have stopped <laughs> yeah I wonder what that was like for Scarlett in the recording booth. <laughs> recording it. I don't
3: know. I wonder for both of them. That must have been really... Yeah,
0: so like, was Joaquin like, laying in bed just like, all right, Scarlett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the music I can't imagine time. what that was. But, but uh, go ahead, Ben. Why don't you go ahead and mention some other films?
1: We'll stick with the sci-fi a little bit, Lucy. I feel like it's it's derided a lot now. I don't think it's terrible. Um, no. It, it's, yeah, it's... It's ending is a little strange, I guess, and kind of...
4: Stupid, yeah.
1: And easy out, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, I still... The, the premise was interesting, and the, the build-up was, was pretty cool, I thought. I, I actually...
3: This. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good, Kenneth, you're good? Oh, um, I actually think that... I'm not the biggest fan of Lucy. I don't hate it, uh, like a lot of people do. But I do think that it it, it contains one of Scarlett Johansson's best active moments I've ever seen. And it's a scene where she talks with a mother, you know, uh, you know, where, where she talks with a mother, like, you know, she's in the hospital mm-hmm. and, you know, and she's saying, you know, I can feel like everything, you know, and she's just, you know, pouring out to her mother about, about how much she, she, uh, you know, about how much, um, she loves her because she's going to lose those emotions soon. And the way the camera just completely stays with like Scarlet and like the way she just completely acts her heart out in that scene. Uh, again, not, not one of her best movies, but I think that that scene is definitely one of her better acted scenes that I've ever, you know,
0: you, you know, that, that I think she's ever done. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, my thoughts on Lucy are like, kind of like, like what you and Ben said, uh, it's there. It's fine. It's a serviceable mm-hmm. action movie. Uh, that's Morgan Freeman's in that one, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. So, I, I expected more. Uh, just because I thought the trailers looked pretty cool, and you know, like I like, like I said, it's g- very generic. Uh, yeah. I thought the ending, like you said, Ben was was pretty cheap. I was really stupid. Uh, I thought it was clearly setting up maybe for a sequel later on down the road, but obviously it didn't do that well financially or critically. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that it was going to happen. But I thought she gave a good performance for what she was given.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she was great. Uh, um, you know, I like I like some of the action sequences. Yeah, it's just it's just kinda there. Yeah, um, I It's um, probably not one I'm gonna wa- we go and rewatch anytime soon.
3: Yeah. I I like the concept, the idea of the film, the idea that yeah. that, this, that this like ordinary human is slowly transforming into like this almost like um like this all knowing um, um like omnipotent being. Mm-hmm. But you know, throughout her journey she starts losing more and more of what makes her human. So it's almost like a bad thing, you know, like, you know, oh yeah, you know, she's turning, you know, to like this powerful, like omnipotent being, but she's losing the very essence of what makes her human. Um, I thought that was a great concept to go on, but instead, uh, the, the director, I think his name was, uh, Luke, um, uh, the song. yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, he just went <laughs> or yeah, he just went into like the traditional, action movie route and I thought that it was be yeah. wasted like such a like such a beautiful concept and you know and he instead just decided to make a very generic you know uh, uh by the numbers action movie and I thought that it was like a very waste of uh you know concept you know of a very good idea but, I mean you know, I yeah I uh it, it's decent I give it like
0: a six whatever yeah that's probably what I give it to Kenneth a solid six
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: You know it's not It's not terrible Like it really isn't One of the worst movies That are made But it's not anything Special Special Or worth revisiting Yeah So uh, Yeah I agree with everything You just said
1: Mark it's earlier It's also a
0: prequel to her It's also a prequel to her So You know if you want to look oh. at it that way
1: oh, Pretty yeah. much Interesting <laughs> yeah. Little double feature Mark earlier You were talking about a movie With one of, one of her early ones That you watched I thought At first You were going to talk about The perfect score And um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't, because that one's a bit of a stinker as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. has, has anyone seen that one? I haven't
3: seen it. I haven't okay.
1: Seen it yet. See, uh, the perfect score is play on words a little bit about how they they do a heist. Uh, her and some other teenage friends to steal the SAT answers the night before the test, and that's that's about all you need to know. And. <laughs> <little bit> that's as far as the story goes so but anyway we'll move on um i do want to touch on her collaborations with a uh, controversial director at this point but i i do like Uh-oh. the films he's made
3: woody allen oh, uh,
1: woody allen that's right yep she's in scoop and moving on um <laughs> vicky christina barcelona with javier i do want to see that one yeah oh, uh, yes. i
3: do want to see that one
1: yeah, her and and um, Penelope Cruz as well, and Rebecca Hall. It's a great actress, Rebecca Hall. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, it's a it's a good story. Um, plus, over in in Barcelona, it looks beautiful. You get a little love triangle going on, um, a few different ways, but the well, this looks
0: good. I'm looking at it right now, man. I gotta go mm-hmm.
3: see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. The, yeah, um, I do wanna see that one.
1: The the dialogue is is great and of course the acting from everyone is great. Uh, but my favorite of hers from Woody Allen is Match Point.
3: Yep, Um, I wanna see that one.
1: That one I I highly recommend. And John what's his name? Jonathan Reese Myers, who I'm usually not a fan of. But Oh, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who and I'm like, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, he he gives a good performance there, but I, I won't get into the details because it's a it's a, it's a good juicy story, and Scarlett gives a great performance there too. And of course, that gets you know a little rom com, you know, kissing in the rain in the wheat field, but it it builds up to a, a good story and has a has a great ending too. So I'd recommend that one. A couple of her voice roles also shout out Sing, which I think is pretty good. and she has she has a good voice too i gotta tell you she she does she has a few albums with uh pete yorn i would i would recommend listening to uh kind of folk music if you like that uh isle of dogs also was was good and jungle book where she was played uh ka Mm -hmm. the snake and she's real uh hypnotizing there and then sings a song oh, as well. With
0: you, what you were doing with your head there. I was like, what, what, What's been doing? I was, I was bobbing my head back <laughs> and forth like a snake.
1: <laughs> Quickfire, I'll go chef from John Favreau. Oh God, no, come on. <laughs> damn you. Uh, small, small movie. I don't think it hit really big, but it's, it's got a great uh, ensemble cast. It's really enjoyable. Music's awesome. Food looks awesome. And, it's, a, that's it's an a understatement. It's a good little story. Oh yeah. Don John directed. Okay, Alright, no, you're
0: done. You're taking <laughs> all my moves, man. Oh, you you
1: wanna talk about you?
3: I do want to see that one as well. It's I, good. But I'll uh, let Ben continue.
1: <laughs> well, that was, that's what I was gonna say. It's good. Um you yeah, know, Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh JGL, he directs this one and he he does pretty well for a debut feature. Uh I wasn't totally invested in it i guess um but you know you got julianne moore as well who does great and uh scarlet with the the yankee accent and chewing bubble gum and stuff but yeah and anything else run
0: yeah i guess before we get to the bay i guess i'll just briefly touch upon uh you know maybe not one of the best movies ever but a nice kind of feel good family movie we bought a zoo i actually mm-hmm. really like that movie more than i thought i was going to
4: Also on my wish
0: list. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not anything you know mind blowing, but it's a great little. It's a nice little feel good movie. It's the. I think the runtime is kind of its biggest biggest downfall. Um, It does go a little bit too long, but I really enjoyed her in it. Cameron Crowe, you know, I I Cameron Crowe's been hit or miss, and I think his last movie Aloha kind of uh, (laughs) set him back a little bit. Uh, but I, this right here was was surprising and I thought she she, she knocked it out of the park. You already touched upon jungle books, so I won't get into that. Uh, she did a movie in two thousand nine, He's just not that just not that into you. Another movie where I thought I really wasn't gonna like. I actually liked it more than the Rotten Tomato score. I, I don't know what Same. it I'm trying to look it up. Uh, I'm trying to look it up on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, but it's much better than what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a pretty big ensemble, too, Ben. I mean, you got oh, yeah. what? Affleck, Aniston. Uh, here we go. Affleck, Aniston, Barrymore, Connolly, Kevin Connolly, Cooper, Bradley Cooper, uh, <laughs> Scarlett, Justin, Justin Long. Justin Long. I mean, you know, so – and uh, if, put that on your watch list, too, Kenneth. Uh, he's <laughs> just done that into you. It's not – it's not bad. It's okay. actually kind of it's, it's actually kind of enjoyable. I think uh, I'm surprised no one has bought up the SpongeBob SquarePants movie because you know she was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, We touched That's on good,
0: yeah. yeah, it's a good voice performance. It is. It is. It is. It is. And um, I think lastly, I'll touch upon since we have touched on almost a lot, and uh, we saw we did talk about Ghost in the Shell already, so I'll talk about. Uh, Hail Caesar. Uh, n- another movie that I had high hopes for and it kind of let me down. I think, Ben, I think you liked it more than I did for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Kenneth. It's definitely... Not seen it, uh, yet. It's, it's it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. It's just... Um, who's the director? Uh, it's Coen but Brothers. Coen Brothers, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just not my favorite from theirs, and but her performance is good. And to right. remind me, Ben, I don't think she's in the movie that much. No, not really. Okay. Oh, crap. <laughs>
1: but well, I mean, first... when you watch
0: the movie, you you're kind of kind of wanted to end at a certain point anyway. But uh, maybe uh, hey, maybe you like it more. Maybe you like it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not here to speak. Yeah, I'm just I mean, say my my two cents on it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I guess I'm just more interested when Scarlett is in a bigger leading role than when she is in a supporting role, which is why I haven't seen most of those movies. Um, I do want to see uh Vicky Christina. Uh that one looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Match Point as well. Uh the girl with the pearl earrings was another movie that that uh that she was in that I also want to watch. Um Don John. Uh I, um um I've heard some good things about that one. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm just more, you know, uh, intrigued a lot more when she's in a bigger leading role. Uh you know, so that's why it's kind of taking me some time to watch those. Um but uh yeah.
0: You know, she was in this movie also Rough Night, which was really <laughs> bad. But I didn't yeah. like it either. It's just not a good movie. And I think yeah. she she was trying to, to, to be, you know, do the best she can to give a good performance in an otherwise really weak movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just didn't work. Did not work for me at all. Yeah. Y y you, you said the same thing, Kenneth. Have you seen have you seen it, Rough Night? Um, I remember watching
3: the trailer for it. Just because of Scarlett. Um, no, I, I haven't seen it yet. Like I remember, it was it came out on 2017, which was a really bad well, year for Scarlet. I mean, like I, uh, I love uh, Ghost in the Shell, but I mean, financially and critically, it didn't do very well. Uh, rough yeah. Night was like another box office bomb, so it was a really rough year for her. Uh, rough Night, uh, yeah, uh, I haven't rough seen it. Year, <laughs> yeah, did it? Rough Night, rough year um but uh yeah uh i haven't seen that one
0: and all right well i'll go ahead Mark, i'm oh, sorry
1: i was gonna segue that um that's why i love you know with 2019 um yeah not you know don't call it a comeback but she had three amazing movies and she back got back. yeah and and she's getting a lot more talk um uh, i feel like she's you know she's in the the uh consciousness of the cinema community of course but i feel like it's definitely after 2019 she's raised up in the ranks a lot with with a lot of people which makes Absolutely. me very happy
0: yeah you know look, it, it doesn't need to be said that like we all we all know how beautiful she is i mean she's all in our celebrity crushes you know she especially kenneth um okay. and, and ben you know she she has yeah she's, she's beautiful one mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't help that she's also one of the, talented actress and given the you know, even in bad movies, like Lucy or rough night, when she's given something weak, she can still turn into something watchable. Mm -hmm. So uh, I applaud Scarlett for that. But speaking of which it's time to kind of get into our debate here, gentlemen, Uh, I asked you all to kind of get, you know, figure out your favorite performance from her and we're all gonna give a, do a little debate, and then at the very end, I'll, I'll, so, I'll every, so here's how we're gonna do this: everyone's gonna give their argument, and then after the argument's done, all the, the three of us will kind of comment and uh, give some feedback, and then the next person will go. Yes, I'm saying that. You good? You said the three of us. There's four of us. No, I'm saying about like the person making the argument the, the other three oh, will oh, give comments oh, about sorry. the argument. Yeah, I should have yeah. let you
1: finish your sentence. Okay.
0: <laughs> so. Does anyone want to go first? Mark, you've been kind of quiet, so I think you should go first. <laughs> so, Mark, you're on a three-minute time time limit. All right. You have three minutes to, 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 to get to have your argument, to make your argument, and then uh, we will all comment afterwards. Uh, so hold so- on. Let me get my, let me get my timer out, and then let me know when you're ready. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, wherever that was (laughs) (laughs) no not 33 okay
2: i'm ready all right two, two one so for my favorite performance it's probably different from all of yours and like like i said i haven't seen marriage story yet so the movie that i really enjoyed her in and i thought she really did well and i think is one of my favorite performances for Scarlett Johansson because um, it's different for her in this time. Uh, so I chose uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, it's
0: really wow.
2: um, it's uh, you know uh, back in 2017. You know, like obviously she's becoming that. Uh, she's already a big star already, but like uh, you know, I feel like Ghost in the Shell is that kind of movie. Is that Kind of type of movie that she can uh really do um like i feel like sci-fi action yes she can do drama and all that but i feel like um if you um i don't know how to say it but like i feel like sci-fi slash action uh she really does well in uh in those in that kind of movie and i feel like uh she really portrays major well just like she just she is like the major of the major in the anime. I enjoyed the anime movie and the TV show respectively. And I thought she captured uh, the char- uh, that uh, emotionless stoic uh, type of uh, character that major was in the anime. And I feel like <clears throat> uh, with her finding out who she was later on in the movie, I thought she handled that emotion part well. And... Overall, I just found it uh, a solid performance and, you know, I really want to see her more in this like sci-fi action movie kind of thing. Yes, I would like to see her more in drama roles. I know that because I saw uh, Jojo Rabbit and like uh, definitely she has the range, but like uh, I feel like uh, to me, uh, Scarlett Johansson, she is a bona fide sci-fi slash action star in my
0: opinion. I agree. Look at that. You still have 47 seconds left, and he didn't need any more time. Way to go, Mark. It's bravo, good. bravo, 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 bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. I think her performance in Ghost of the Shell is completely underrated, you know, because a lot of people, like uh, Kenneth uh, alluded to earlier in in, in the show, a lot of controversy surrounding that movie. Oh, so yeah,
4: definitely,
0: I know. I think everyone has kind of ignored all the performances in the movie itself and just kind of focused on the, the behind the scenes stuff yeah. and the controversy stuff. So, so great. I'll paint, defend Mark. That movie
3: though. What's that? I, uh, you know, I just say that um, um, I'll defend that movie. Like I, I, I just absolutely love it. Uh, not my favorite performance, but definitely in my top five.
2: It's uh, my favorite movie movie of 2017 and that scene uh, one of my favorite movies yeah um okay yeah um like the soundtrack of that movie is just amazing especially that opening scene when uh scarlet is just uh in on top of the building getting ready yeah i love it and yeah i just like it's different from all her roles in my opinion that she has Mm
3: mm-hmm yeah uh, yeah, th- it, that's also like a top five movie of uh um, uh of 2017 as well. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was a very very very, uh, you know a a um, a criminally uh, underrated movie.
2: Yes. All right. So who wants to go next? Ben or Kenneth?
3: Ben, do you want to go? Sure. All right. Ben, right. you're up.
1: <laughs> On the clock. My favorite performance, uh, listeners probably have guessed uh, from the beginning, Lost in Translation. She just perfectly plays the, you know, childlike and, and innocent uh, performance um, juxtaposed to Bill Murray's character, uh, who's a lot older. Um, and it, you know, it, it takes a really good actor to, to sell that relationship and and have the audience believe it. And she does it incredibly well. And, also shout out to Sophia Coppola and her writing as well. but you know her character Charlotte, is really quiet and, and aloof, uh, but really introspective and like Kenneth said earlier, you know she's an actress who can tell you a lot with just her eyes and and her facial expressions and you know from the from the beginning in that movie, when you see her staring at the window uh, at night before she uh, goes over to to talk to her husband um, who just kind of ignores her and she gets back to the windowsill and and looks out over the city again. That just perfectly sets up the, the mood of the movie and her, her character and her relationship with her husband. Um, And she uh, she's really funny in scenes too. You know, she's Bill Murray of course is the improv King, but, uh, she has some great retorts to to some of the things people say, um, especially like uh, telling her husband that Evelyn Waugh was a a man, and she's just like staring at him like you know didn't you know that? Um, but and again, I mean, she was only seventeen when she made that movie, and it's just incredible. Uh, you know, when I was seventeen, I was playing Call of Duty uh, and eating, eating Doritos, uh, both not sponsors, but uh you know and she was out in tokyo making making a masterpiece of a film so all props to her that's what that movie really got me into into movies also um and you know thanks in no small part to her so
0: that's my favorite performance awesome awesome man. you saw time left too man four or three seconds left oh wow uh it's, well done Scott 's great
1: <laughs>
0: all right i guess yeah, i'll go I next Oh okay, yeah yeah. so does anyone have any thoughts about in translation uh mark I, I i completely agree with everything you said then i you know we said it earlier that you know she probably would have lost Charlie there on in the academy race to Mont because mm-hmm. you know she just charlie's was just on another level but i still think a nomination would have been nice yeah um, for sure you know so yeah. And we don't to talk about the ending because we already did that already. So, yeah, breaks my heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Same every time.
0: Um, Kenneth, Mark, any comments?
3: Well, um, yeah, I, I like the performance. I think this is where Ben will hate me uh, when I Uh-oh. say that uh, I didn't. Love, I didn't love Lost in Translation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that's that's okay. That's I mean, okay. I
3: <laughs> um, I I liked it. But uh, that's pretty much it i mean it's i mean uh it's a good movie um you know uh you know I really like the the very soft and uh um, like intimate style and like um like aesthetic of the movie i mm-hmm. I love the very uh um you know like, uh, you know like um i'm like intimate i think that it's very good at uh you know capturing that feeling of like isolation. Yeah. And, um, you know, and like loneliness, uh, you know, I, I really feel like it gets like that vibe, um, you know, right. I, 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 but, um, yeah, I mean, um, I liked it. I, 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 I don't think it's amazing, but, um, you know, I do think that it probably is one of her better movies, also one of her better performances, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, I just, uh i hope you don't hate me for that
1: no 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 i don't need to no i totally uh totally understand it's very subjective and uh you know gotta gotta get you you gotta be in the right mood i guess too uh yeah it it creates a creates a certain vibe um yeah it's very moody yeah (laughs) and uh yeah different people connect with it in different ways but yeah
2: Oh well, like, uh, for me, like, um, you know, I, I put that on my list. But, like, at the time when I was watching her, I was trying to find something similar to her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, from what I read, everything is, like, lost in translation. And I'm, like, I'm still heartbroken from her. <laughs> and, like I really I, – I put that on my list for a long time, but lost in translation. But I don't know if I'm ready to get my heart broken once more, you know. Like, I know it's also a sad story, too, so, like – Do I need to, like, be sad again, (laughs) you know? So I'll still keep in mind about Lost in Translation. But um, from what I've read about, like, her and Lost in Translation, I, I, I can tell it's a good movie. And hopefully soon enough I get to watch it.
0: Awesome, awesome. All right, well, I will go next. Uh, to no one's surprise, when I chose my favorite performance, you know I had to go way back in the early 2000s and and try to pick a. Fit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're going back to last year, 2019, because all of you are wrong when you talk about our best performances. Because the correct answer,
1: oh, Ben
0: and Mark, it's not Ghost in the Shell, it's not Lost in Translation, it's not the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, it's not Match Point, it's not the Captain America: the Winter Soldier, it's not JoJo Rabbit. Maybe it's Marriage Story. No, 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 no. We're here to talk about Avengers Endgame because that, ladies and gentlemen, is her best performance. So, Kenneth, bring get the tissues ready because, oh boy. I mean, we don't really need to get into her death scene because we all know how emotionally impactful that is. And that's kind of cheating if I'm just going to argue her death scene. So, I'm not going to go there. It's powerful. It's moving. It's effective. When she tells Clint, let me go that about broke my heart i was done i was because you know why she didn't like cry. she had a smile she had a little smirk like let me go and so how did we get to that point though well let's take a let's 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 take a uh, uh about two hours back and you know in the beginning of the movie her performance. I already knew it was going to be my favorite performance because you see the motive, you see the, mo- the clear motivation. She is the one Avenger who really didn't move on from what happened, and Scarlet plays that perfectly. You could tell when they have that when, in the opening scene when they have the chance to go to Thanos, and when they, you know, when they have Thanos on the ropes, and they found out the stunts are missing. Ben, you said it earlier. She performed so well with her eyes, her eyes in that scene when she realizes what's, what happened. You know, she's like, "Where are the stones?" And you know, she's you know, she's getting worried. Like, okay, we, we failed. And I thought she played that wonderfully. My favorite scene, Kenneth, is not even her death scene. Ben knows my favorite my favorite scene from her. The peanut That's right. Pizza. It's when the peanut butter sandwich. Man, I think I think I told you that, Kenneth. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, when she's that's my when she's, favorite. Yeah, that talk with her and Cap. Really, just brings home everything about about the character, and really I, the best perform the, the best pure acting from Scarlet we've seen in any MCU movie. She's yeah, you know she's trying to leave the Avengers. She's struggling to even you know to, to to talk, and you know she has that talk with the koi like, "Hey, well, you know the earthquake under the ocean. What's what's going on? Net, nah, it's an earthquake under the ocean. We handle it." by not handling it mm-hmm. and you know she gets upset and then when she talks to Brody about clint and the whole thing about you know hey please find them please find my friend you know i don't want to let me help him you know and then of course when she has that you know eating struggling eating peanut butter sandwich and she's talking to steve about family and you know, how she came from nothing and then she this is basically her real adoptive family you know mm-hmm. whatever we get in the prequel seri- prequel movie I don't care what 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 anyone says. I thought like the Avengers was always going to be her true family, and I think Scarlett's performance in all of it really shows how wonderful she is and how why she was the perfect choice for the role. And I am out of time, so yes, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's performance in Blackwood or Blackwood in Avengers Endgame, like everyone else in Endgame, gave her best gave the, her best performance.
3: Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I. I do agree that that's one of her best. It's in my uh, top five as well. Um, It's definitely her best performance out of the entire uh, MCU. Uh, The Vormir scene is probably one of the most devastating scenes I've ever experienced in a movie theater. Um, Very beautifully acted by both Johansson and Renner, who I think, in my opinion, gave the best performances in that movie. Um, Just the Vormir scene alone, the Vormir scene alone is like, in my opinion, the best acted scene in the whole movie. And I, (laughs) and um, yeah, (laughs) and um, yeah, I mean, that's, um, uh, yeah, uh, I agree that that's that's definitely one of
0: her best. And, you know, I I tell this to Ben all the time too, and I think I might've told you this, but she has no action scenes in this movie. At yeah. all. None at all. This is the first movie where she has no act. This is, this is just purely relying on her which, actually acting.
3: Uh huh. Which, which kind of sucks because I really like, um, uh, like her costume in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's one of the most comic accurate, uh, that I've seen. And it was like put to waste because she never has a fight scene. And I was like, oh, god. Right. Like, you know, like, the, you know, that just sucked. But I mean, this is mostly about the character you know not about you know like you know like you know shooting guns and 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 all that you know this is about uh natasha and her finding peace um you know like with with her choice uh you know to uh to find you know to make that sacrifice um and i think that it was done beautifully i thought that it was very 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 well um like um like executed i know that her death was kind of controversial uh, you know, the whole you know like um you know, like it should have been Clint and all that, uh, I disagree, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought so her face was perfect, um, and her character arc could not have ended in a better way. I thought it was uh very, very, very beautifully done,
2: I can see why it's your favorite uh performance of her, you know, like like you said, with the eyes, I definitely can see that in the of. Uh, like the first, uh, after the, uh, after the title sequence. And then, you know, like uh, when the stones were destroyed, you can see the sense of like loss of hope or whatnot yep. that, you know, everything is gone already. And then that peanut butter uh, scene was uh, pretty good. Cause like, you know, you, uh, Black Widow is a character, like she's a spy, right. And, you know, like uh, she, you know, kinda right. diff uh, like, she can be, like, a different spy or whatnot, like, and then she showcases uh, that Black Widow is literally, like, she's human. She's more than just a spy. She uh, she has a life, and she has a family in the Avengers, and uh, to see her pain that, like, um, you know, about the earthquake uh, thing, like, you know, yeah. you can tell that she wants to get out there back again to, you know, bring everything how it was before the snap so yeah i can see why it's your favorite
1: yeah 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 i can agree more with you guys uh you've all made excellent uh yes yeah, said said great thanks um and yeah even scene her death scene i didn't want to believe it for the first couple of minutes because <laughs> uh, i you know we, we all love her character so much um but then you know hulk throws that bench and they're they're talking about, it and I was like, "Wow, that's yeah. that's for real." So,
0: well, I I, I I'm glad you mentioned that too before, because I don't want to take up any more time. But like, the the reactions when they all come back from the mission, and just like, especially Bruce, and, and you know, and then Cap, because Cap that was kind of Cap's not best friend, but like you know, kind of because I mean Natasha's best friend was always really you know. Hawkeye, but she built up a throughout the movies, especially starting one of soldiers. She built up a really close relationship with cap
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, just seeing all the reactions and even Tony, you know, Tony, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony, you know, thinking back to iron man too, Tony even did, didn't even think that was Natasha. What was it, name? Natalie Rushman or whatever. Yeah. yeah so, no, <laughs> you know, they built up a nice friendship throughout the, throughout the MCU. But I love that. I love that scene where Tony goes, you know, Hey, does she have any family? And, you know, Steve just, you know, crying says, yeah, us. And mm-hmm. the, that, that hit me really hard too. And at the very end when Bruce is talking about, you know, I tried to bring her back, really tried, you know. Okay, with, um, um, with Wanda. Okay, that is one of the most underrated scenes in, in the movie that no one talks about.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, you want to talk about that scene, Kenneth? Because I, I think that's one of the more underrated scenes in the entire movie.
3: The same where they talk, uh, where he tells Wanda, um, I wish there was a way to let her know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I really liked it. I'm one of those people that remain kind of salty that she was never given a funeral, though I, you know, that I understand. Uh, but just that little moment that they share, I'm I'm very glad that the Russos brought back, you know, how much, uh, how close uh, Clint and, uh, you know, um, um, and Natasha were like in an Endgame, and just having that one little moment where, you know, the film doesn't forget that Nat died because it almost seems like, you know, Bruce and Clint were the only one who kind of cared. Nobody else, you know, like brought her up. Um, but, you know, uh, just having that one little like intimate moment, you know, like, aside from like the big sweeping moment that they had for Tony, you know, like the famous shot of like all the mcu characters you know just you know just a very you know just a very epic sweeping moment and then there's this little you know quiet and like intimate moment you know with clint and wanda you know who uh you know who both within the course of infinity one Endgame both lost people very close to them um and and just them sharing like that little scene was a very 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 neat little um, you know, like moment that I greatly, um, you know, like enjoyed.
0: And it's a small choir moment because I love, I love that part. Of like like you said, like, I, you know, I wish there was a way where we could let her know that, what, that we won. That we, we won. It. We did it. Yeah, that Wanda just goes, you know, she knows they both do. And uh, uh, people keep like saying, like, Wanda was talking about Tony. I'm like, no, she was talking about Vision. <laughs> I don't know why people yeah. keep getting like this thing, like she was talking about Tony. <laughs> Wanda okay. never really liked Tony in the first place <laughs> so yeah was oh, nice mm-hmm. Back in yeah theory. Wanda forgot about Quicksilver pretty quickly <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I didn't say that Kevin
0: ah uh, I see what you did there I see what you did there a little bad pun you <laughs> anyway, alright Kenneth
1: Rod your 10 minutes are up Kenny yes right. right well hey <laughs>
0: When it comes to endgame, we're all here to talk. <laughs> we're all friends. But yeah. No, Kenneth, it's, time for, it's, it's your turn. It's your time to shine, man.
3: All right, well, all right, so I guess you have a timer. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, so the, my favorite performance of hers is a film that I feel hasn't been brought a lot in this conversation, um, especially about Scarlett Johansson, uh, my favorite performance is uh, Jonathan Glazer's uh, Under the Skin, uh, which is also my favorite performance, um, You know, w- which is also my, my, my favorite film, alongside my favorite uh, performance of Scarlett Johansson, um, mainly because it was a very emotionally and physically demanding performance on her part. Um, she also uh, not only had to learn how to drive a van, she also had to learn to speak uh, w- with a British accent and most of the dialogue scenes, uh, with uh, you know that 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 she shared with the passengers were merely, uh, you know, were uh, were pretty much um, um, like improvised. So she basically has to carry on a conversation with these people who didn't even know that they were in the movie. And she just does it so naturally. She just does such a phenomenal, um, uh, uh, you know, like job. And I think that this is what Scarlett does best, which is being able to like instantly, you know, like, you know, like flip the switch and turn from, you know, very, you know, happy and, and, and go lucky and very cheerful and very charismatic to just straight deadpan, you know, stoic lifeless, you know, like eyes. And, you know, like it, it's those little moments, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, like in under the skin, where she just tr- transforms from like this, you know, chatty human to this, you know, uh, you know, type like of stoic alien that she just does, uh, you know, like, um, like a phenomenal job. And as the film goes on, when she, when she starts to gain more sympathy with, with the humans, you really start to feel that change. Uh, again, it's all in the eyes. You know, she just, you know, um, um, I just think that she just does such a phenomenal job with, you know, you know, you know, with, you know, with, uh, you know, with just her face, you know, it's just it's so perfect and it's so um, you know, um, um, like, uh, um, aesthetically appealing that I just think that it was perfect and you know, and of course the the film itself is perfect. It's a film that I can't stress, you know, you know that that I can't stress it enough, you know, at, at, at how perfect this is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do think that uh, this is definitely Scarlett's best performance, you know. Uh, I was gonna say *Marriage Story*, but I think that in terms of like experimental, uh, you know, like type of acting, I think that *Under the Skin*, uh, you know, like was her better. Uh, *Marriage Story* was more, uh, you know, um, like traditional acting. I think that *Under the Skin* really was like an out of the box, you know, like experience, uh, you know, for for uh, for her. So yeah, uh, *Under the Skin* would be my favorite performance.
1: Excellent choice. Awesome.
3: Um, awesome. Well done, Kenneth. Uh huh. Uh
1: huh. I've seen it the one time and it, it messed with my mind so much. <laughs> I'm a little nervous to go back to it again, but I, yeah, I've seen it like six or
3: seven times already. Uh uh-huh. Jeez.
1: Yeah. She, she's incredible. And like you said, how she improvises uh, a lot of those conversations with those. Yeah. Those which is guys. insane. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, her her realization and and um, understanding more about humanity uh, towards the end is incredible to see. And someone the other day re- referred to it. They said, "Have you seen that uh, that alien Johansson movie where she's naked a lot?" And I had to <laughs> hold back my anger because it's so much more than that. Yeah, uh, I I understood they they forgot the name of it, but I mean. Yeah. It's just, it's an incredible movie. Um, yeah. You know, in the, the first couple scenes, you're like, what's, what's going on here? This is kind of weird, but it, it has a lot to say. And I'm, you know, of course I've only watched it the one time, but I'm, I haven't grasped it at all. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot there to, to take in. So, um,
3: yeah.
1: And I'm, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: we, uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like, I, uh, you know, like I was going to say that I completely, you know, agree with you. Uh, it's, um, it's a masterpiece in every sense of the word, uh, from the production design to the cinematography to the acting. The Yeah, the score. Um, you know, uh, Scarlett just completely carries this movie all on her own, and she and, and she just succeeds. Also, well, I, I'm not sure if Mark has seen it. I was going to say a spoiler.
2: I want to watch it.
3: Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to spoil it then. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, anyways, uh, it's a very... Phenomenal movie. Again, like I said, it's my favorite film of all time, tied with uh, Blade Runner 2049.
0: I, I, I love how we all chose, I, Mark, I'm, I don't think Ghost in the Shell is a movie of all time. I'm correct, right?
2: No, it's not my favorite movie of all time. Correct,
0: right? uh, no, f- of all time. Uh, okay, yeah, one yeah, just want to make sure.
2: Mo- it's one of my favorite movies of 2017.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, I love how, for the most part, we all chose movies that are also our favorite movies of all time. Kenneth with Under the Skin, Ben with Lost in Translation, Mark with you with your favorite yeah. one of your favorite movies, from 2017, and, and Ghost in the Sean, obviously me with Avengers Endgame. I, Kenneth, have not been the one, I've, I've seen it once as well. And kind of like Ben, that movie kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> and I <laughs> haven't had it the chance bad. to go back and revisit it. I am, you have convinced me in the, in the three plus minutes that you spoke. I am now because it's on Showtime, so I'm probably going to go on Showtime sometime this week or maybe this weekend and go re watch it. Yeah, mind. Uh, yeah. It's it's,
3: yeah, it's it's a very interesting movie, and I can understand that thought that you know some people. I know some people that just didn't like it, and I understand why. When I first watched it, I was really freaked out. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Uh, but then, by the time the movie ended, I was like. I was like, I actually love this. Like, this is actually a really <laughs> really good movie. And then I watched it a second time. And that's when I really, like, I was like, all right, you know what? Like, it's, um, like, it's settled. And I've seen it, like, it's kind of become, like, a yearly thing for me. Like, now I just watch it every, you know, like, every single year. Um, I've seen it, like, six or seven times because I've seen it, like, twice um, this year. Might watch it again a third time. Who knows? Um, I kind of like watching it around, uh, um, Halloween because it seems like a horror, you know, cause, you know, cause horror. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, definitely give it another shot. Uh, you know, um, Rod, uh, who knows? Maybe you might love it more, you know, cause, uh, you know, it tends to happen. Right? You know, the, the first time is always very weird. You know, like you might, uh, you might, uh, um,
0: appreciate it more. Well, it's kind of like with me, because I, now it's not similar to this other movie I want to mention, but uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Annihilation, mm, but yeah. kind of like Annihilation. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way about Annihilation, but I, I enjoyed it more, even though Annihilation too was kind of a mind fuck. But I, I don't know why I tend to like that movie more than Under the Skin. But both movies, in a way, kind of messed me up. And that's kind of an interesting – because, Ben, I know you like your double features. That's kind of an interesting double feature there, Annihilation. Yeah, a Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you'll to be able to sleep again after watching both of them. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to – I'll definitely message you once I once I rewatch it, Kenneth, and let you know what I think about it after I have yeah. a rewatch. same it. here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I want to go and explore that movie again.
3: Yeah, definitely. Let me know, because I'm very curious to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's uh, Under the Skin. That's my favorite film. Awesome.
0: So, yeah, so Kenneth chose Under the Skin, uh, Scarlett Johansson's performance in Under the Skin. Mark chose uh, Scarlett Johansson's performance in Ghost in the Shell. I chose her performance in Avengers Endgame. And Ben chose her performance in Lost in Translation. So we all kind of hit different... Well, actually, three sci-fi movies. Well, two sci-fi movies, a comic book movie, and a drama. So <laughs> um, we all kind of hit different points. But I think we can all agree that the woman can do no wrong. I mean, she is absolutely fantastic. And I think she's, she'll definitely have an Oscar on her shelf one of these days for sure. I think, because I was under the skin 2013 also, of yep.
3: Well, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, it premiered at the Venice Film Festival in 2013, but mm-hmm. it was released uh, theatrically in 2014 uh, okay. by uh, by A24. So really, it uh, you know, like it depends. You know, like I don't know. Like I guess it's up to you. Uh, I like to think gotcha. of it as like a 2014 movie,
0: but it uh, came out here in 2014, right?
3: Yeah. So, but some people uh, are
0: more comfortable with saying that it's you know 2013. One thing I will not take away from the performance, though, I I think she deserved a nominee, at least some consideration for a nomination. I thought she yep. was absolutely outstanding. we the ones that 2013, uh, best leading actress. I forgot who won it that year for best leading actress. Ben, I, do you remember, Ben, who won it that year? Was that the year that Julianne Moore won for Still Alice?
2: I think that's the one.
0: Perhaps. Yeah, I think I think it was that one. And then, you know, with loss and translation, I've already said my two cents on that. And goes to the show. I'm not sure where I would rank that in terms of maybe Oscar worthy performances. I think I think she definitely a Golden Globe though. I think she I think she could definitely have gotten some kind of Golden Globe recognition. You know, I think the I think the Academy still has issues with sci, you know, giving people nominations in sci fi films. Yes, personally. That is true. And then I think a performance at Endgame, I think, warranted at least some consideration for best supporting actress. But since, you know, she already got it for Jojo, there was no way she was going to, they were going to give it for her for two. It should have, you know, they should have, but you know, at least she got it for Jojo. So I was happy with that. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, guys, as we wrap it up, I mean, I'm not sure that I know where she ranks for you in terms of favorite actresses of all time. And Kenneth, obviously I know for you where she ranks, uh, for me, she's my third favorite, you know, my top five. I, I have Amy, Viola, Scarlett, uh, Emily Blunt, Dakota Johnson, my top five. Mark, I'm not sure where she ranks it for you in terms of your favorite actresses.
2: Maybe uh, just outside the top ten, perhaps, maybe. Okay. Uh, I, I have, uh, like, right. Amy Adams is my
0: favorite
2: actress. Mine
0: too. Respect. So, good right.
2: pick. So, yeah. I think just outside, maybe she might creep in inside if I do eventually watch (laughs) her story and under the skin. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, this was a long time coming, Kenneth, because we needed to have this conversation about Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know, so I'm glad we were able to get you on and we could have this conversation because she is, like like we've repeatedly said numerous times. She's one. Of, she's one of the world's finest. Yeah, and uh, she deserves that title. I think she needs more love. She needs more appreciation. And I think we're getting ready to see a, a totally different side of her in Black Widow that I don't think even me and Kenneth are prepared for. Um, so I am super excited. Yeah super excited. Whatever oh, yeah. it comes out, uh, you know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. I do think she's going to get some type of funeral in a post-credit scene. I think we're going to see Clint. I think go, yeah, maybe I go think,
3: visit her grave. Maybe. Yeah, I think that that ending is going to destroy me. I think that ending is going to be really, really sad. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but I feel like that movie's going to end on a really sad note. So mm-hmm. I'm I do ready too. for that. I do too. I, I'm not but... ready for that. Um,
0: At least we're getting another MCU movie, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Yeah. It's my most, it's my most uh, anticipated of, um, of this year. I'm very excited for it. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they do with the character because I think it has the potential to be, in my opinion, the best film of the entire MCU so far. Really? Yep.
0: I think I, so. Wow. Okay. I mean, it has that Winter Soldier vibe. Exactly. So yeah. I, yeah, so I, I get, what you're, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. As has Winter Soldier, because I know, I know that's, what, that's what gets Ben excited, is oh, it, yeah. it's that Winter Soldier vibe. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah.
1: We're getting and cast we, master you know, Talk too. about that
0: cast, mm-hmm. Lawrence Pugh, Rachel Weiss, Pugh-pugh. and then David mm-hmm. Harbour. I mean, and then you got Thunderbolt Ross coming back, who knows how big or small a role he'll play. And, and apparently app. Tony Stark is supposed to cameo. I Please, I swear to God, I hope he doesn't, you know, but, and the action so. in the movie looks phenomenal it does yeah it like, does. All, like i'm looking for like to it. all
3: the action like that um like that bridge scene between uh like that yeah. bridge fight between taskmaster and black widow that looks like it's gonna be like on par with the uh um uh, with the fight scene between uh cap and bucky yeah with uh, the knife uh yeah with with the knife like yeah. I feel like
1: it's gonna You're getting be ben going oh, oh, You're yeah. getting Ben going now. You're getting Ben going. Oh I'm pumped now.
0: Now, I've never asked you this but where, where does the winner soldier stand for you in terms of overall MCU? Is it top five for you? Oh yes. Okay. Oh
1: yeah. uh, uh
3: yeah. Um uh, it's a top three for me. Gotcha. What about
0: you, what about you, Mark?
2: Uh, outside the Avengers, uh it's my favorite individual solo film of
3: gotcha. that. Gotcha.
0: Yep. Masterpiece. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm, like I, like Kenneth, you know this. I'm, I'm more, I know you have your issues with Civil War. I'm more of a Civil War guy than a Winter Soldier guy, but doesn't take anything away from from Winter Soldier. I just, I just prefer Civil War more. But uh, Kenneth, we we've already had that conversation many times already uh, about your issues with Civil War. But yeah, so like for me, it's kind of right outside the top five. I think it's, I go between that and Ragnarok in in terms of other than Civil War in terms of solo individual solo films. So I, I still consider Civil War kind of, even though it's Cap's movie, it's kind of Avengers 2.5 in a way. Um, but for arguments, I don't want to say it's a Cap film. Anyway, also,
3: uh, also can I just give a, a small shout out to, uh, uh, a small shout out to her performance in the first Avengers. Yeah. I think that's honestly one of her more underrated performance. Like you know, uh, like I told you guys during a stream, it's my favorite depiction of Black Widow. Um, I know that that's kind of you know like unpopular, but I think that uh, it's as it's as close to the comics as they've ever gotten, uh, you know, to to the character of Black Widow. Uh, and I think I'm, when I when I say Black Widow, I'm referring to the Black Widow, not Nat. You know, from. Yeah. I feel like Black Widow and Nat are like two different, you know, like entities. They are
0: two different things. Yeah, two different yeah. identities.
3: And, yeah, so it's like Nat was at her best in. Uh, I would say Endgame, and of course, you know, uh, and of course, you know, in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. But I think the Black Widow, like you know, like um, you know, that the Black Widow, like the spy assassin, mm-hmm. was at her best in the first Avengers movie. I think that. Well, I think.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I need oh, um,
3: yeah. I, I think that uh, Joss Whedon tried his best to at least show her more espionage side, and I think um that's something that the, that kind of bothered me about the ruses a bit was that they kind of turned her into more of a no hold on wait a minute uh, <laughs> uh, you know that they kind of turned her into that they kind of turned her into more of a girl with a gun type of you know a like character trope but i feel like whedon in this one tried to make her seem more of a spy you know and we actually see more you know her more like it's been outside like at the beginning where she's you know like interrogating these uh you know um, you know, like guys, you know, where she's playing as like this damsel in distress. But then, you know, she's getting all the information that she wants out of them. Then there's the uh, interrogation scene with Loki, which I, scene. Think is, which I think is my favorite Black Widow scene in all of the MCU because of how wickedly <sighs> smart and clever she is. You know, how she completely uh, out-tricks, the, you know, how she completely tricks, like, you Got know, it, like yeah, she completely tricks like the god of mischief, and that's the most Black Widow thing I've ever seen her do. Um, you know, like in the whole movie, and I and I absolutely love it. Um, I think that the uh, Avengers one was like Black Widow in her prime. Um, yeah. You know, so I think that yeah, that's my favorite. De- that's my favorite depiction, and it's up there as one of my favorite uh, Scarlet performances. Really. Yeah, yeah, like yeah like- you know, he, he,
0: you're right. Joss Whedon does do a good job of making you see all sides—the emotional and the kick-ass side to Black Widow mm-hmm. and to exactly. Natasha. Um, and like you said, the espionage. You know, I I love that scene, her intro scene in the Avengers when she's. So I think Ben, you and I talked about it yesterday. I think mm-hmm. uh, when she's, um, you know, and get, being interrogated, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, acting all worried and afraid when she we know she's not. Um, mm-hmm. and I love you it. know, and then when Colson calls, and I love when you know she's kicking ass, and Colson's just like
4: hanging out, like,
0: huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, of I course definitely. you know I yeah go ahead. No, yeah, I
3: I think that this film also did a better job at introducing her than Iron Man Two did. I think that Absolutely. if they if they introduced her in this movie with that scene, you know, with that scene of her being. You know, playing as like this damsel like in distress, that would have been a perfect way to like introduce her character to the MCU. You know, I, I thought that was like perfect. In, in all fair, in
0: all regards, Iron Man 2, Um, I it's it's a mess of a movie uh, in terms of in terms of MCU standards. I think I Favreau anything, and yeah, I do. I, I there are parts of it I enjoy most. Most of the stuff to do with Tony and trying to figure out how to you know get the make the make his new reactor and him find a new element and all the stuff with his dad too, that he was going through in Iron Man. So mm-hmm. I, I love that stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah
3: I, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah, I feel like it gets too much hate, honestly. It does. But you know, I think the hate, I don't think it's warranted, but I understand it because it is yeah. pretty much the setup to the Avengers. So I get that. Cause I mean, the, I mean, with the, remember that scene when Tony's building the new, uh, that, 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 uh, machine to, uh, create his new the new element for his chest, yeah. And then Colson comes with the shield. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was a little too much. All right, and you know, so, the, so it's stuff like that. But what I was trying to get at was, I think Favreau and Iron Man Two kind of used her more as now I could be dead wrong about this, but it seemed like they were more focused towards her looks and the sex appeal of Iron Man Two.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah I candy. I mean,
3: which I mean. I understand for like the first half of the movie because she was playing like a spy. and She was trying to get in Well, because she was playing as like this secretary, uh, you know, like right. type. And she was trying to, you know, keep an eye on Tony and stay close with him. You know, like yeah. I, I understand that. That's like that was totally fine. I just have a problem after she's revealed to be Black Widow. I just she's revealed and the eye candy is still going. And I know like, okay, that you can stop now, you know, like, you right. know? so you know, like the camera can stop, you know, like ogling, you know, like at her, you know, please stop. You know, it's like, like, I I'll be going to resist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Like Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I understand. But, um, you know, I mean, but I, yeah, I, I don't think Iron Man 2 is that bad. And of course the hallway fight scene with Black Widow is uh, Fantastic. one of my favorite scenes in the entire, you know, like, uh, MCU. Perfect. My favorite scene in the whole movie, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that Black Widow should have been introduced in the first Avengers because I think it did a better job, you know, of like doing that and like laying, uh, you know, like the blueprint of her arc in the MCU overall. Um, right. So, yeah, you know, I um, yeah, that's uh, um, those are my thoughts.
0: All right, guys. Well, it is getting late. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I do. It, it's I mean, it's almost one o'clock. I didn't realize the time until I looked at my phone. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap up. Kenneth, you want to let people know where
3: they can find you online? Uh yeah, uh you guys can uh um uh, look, look look me up on my Instagram page. Uh my name is a, a, a replicant moviegoer. Uh you know, I post uh you know um uh, mainly uh you know film reviews, uh some top 10 lists. So uh yeah,
2: you know, uh follow me there. Mark Mark. Just followed uh you <laughs> and if you want to follow me uh it's at mark underscore the moviegoer eighteen twelve on instagram
0: check it out awesome all right benjamin do your thing my friend
1: well please tell us your favorite Scarlett Johansson movie in the MCU hey, or otherwise <laughs> uh tell us why you like the perfect score <laughs> uh, there might be one of you. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, you can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast or email us at the Infinity Bros 20 at gmail.com. That's the Infinity Bros 20 at gmail.com.
0: So, uh, guys, for Mark, for Ben, for Kenneth, for, Rock, for me, Mr. Liptrot, thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, we'll have you 3000. See you next time. Whatever.
1: Hey. Do do. We are in between filming podcasts, and all three other other co-hosts of this episode have left. So it's just me, all by my lonesome, all by myself. This is going to the blooper reels, I guess. Um,